know the why human trafficking work is needed to fight for the freedom of modern day slaves. But love, passion, commitment isn't all you need to be an effective and successful anti-trafficking advocate. Learn the how. I'm Dr. Celia Williamson, Director of the Human Trafficking and Social Justice Institute at the University of Toledo. Welcome to the Emancipation Nation podcast, where I'll provide you with the latest and best methods, policy, and practice discussed by experienced experts in the field so that you can cut through the noise, save time, and be about the work of saving lives. Welcome to episode 163. I'm Dr. Celia Williamson, the Emancipation Nation, and today I'm going to be talking about traumatic brain injury. Now, you might be saying to yourself, isn't this a podcast about human trafficking? Exactly. And so a lot of us are doing work, direct service work, with victims and survivors of sex trafficking or labor trafficking. What does traumatic brain injury have to do with that? Well, it could have everything to do with that, particularly if we have a client who, a survivor, who has a traumatic brain injury and we miss it. And perhaps we have this person in uh, group therapy, perhaps we have them in some individual therapy, or perhaps we are walking alongside them, helping them to recover, helping them to connect with housing and food and clothing and connect with lawyers and physicians. And because we're concerned about their legal needs that they expressed that they wanted, or their healthcare needs that they wanted, or perhaps um, they are attempting to start a business because they've survived this experience and they're passionate about uh, something that they want to do, or perhaps they want to go back to school. Maybe that's one of their goals uh, in recovery. And so we're walking alongside them, trying to help them, but something, it's not working out, right? Something is going wrong. Well, have we thought about traumatic brain injury or TBI? Could that be happening? Traumatic brain injury comes from a violent blow or a jolt to the head or the body. And there could be mild um, traumatic brain injuries And that could result in some kind of bruising or torn tissues or even a a brain bleed, uh, some physical damage to the brain that could result in long-term complications or even death in some cases when it's um, a very extreme case or more traumatic case. A lot of times we don't think about TBI when we're working with clients. And I want you to know that we did research here with our survivors, and we found that 40%—40%, let me repeat that—40% of our survivors said that they had a significant head or neck injury. Now, that could indicate a TBI, a traumatic brain injury. I want to break into this podcast and ask you an important question. Why did you become so passionate about the issue of human trafficking? 
because you know how precious freedom really is. And you know that if you could offer that to someone else, it would make your life that much richer as well as theirs. Whatever you've accomplished thus far in life, nothing is more satisfying than being able to help someone receive the gift of freedom. If you're interested in taking the deep dive and becoming trained, write this down. It's my Effective Case Management with Human Trafficking Survivors course. You know, many direct service providers are passionate about working with survivors. They understand their why in doing this work, but many don't understand their what to do or how to do it or when to do it and where and how much to do what. And unfortunately, we don't give permission for someone to be honest and say they don't have the knowledge and skills to effectively work with a population of survivors that have suffered trauma. Well, I have a course on how to work directly with survivors, including the 10 common areas of need and how to assess those areas of need, and then how to intervene more effectively and in trauma-informed ways. Complete my course, Effective Case Management with Human Trafficking Survivors at your own pace. I'll walk alongside you as you walk alongside survivors, sharing with you my almost 30 years of experience. If you're interested, you can find my free webinar on my website at CeliaWilliamson.com. And now on with the podcast. So when it's mild, then we might see something like a dilation of one or both of the person's pupil or eyes when it in their eyes when it first happens. Um, or maybe they have an inability to awaken from sleep, or they might have some some weakness or some numbness in their fingers and toes, or maybe they lose coordination cognitively, they might experience uh, with more severe symptoms, um, profound confusion, maybe agitation. They could become very combative. They might have a slurred speech or they could even go into a coma if someone has a significant enough traumatic brain injury. And we don't seem to think of it a lot when we're working with survivors. But look, a severe TBI can cause paralysis in your face or some loss of sensation in your in your face, or uh, it could alter your sense of smell or taste, or you can lose vision or double vision or have swallowing problems or be dizzy or have ringing in your ears or hearing loss. Those are all sort of like physical symptoms that the person could identify themselves and say, okay, something is wrong. But when they have intellectual problems because of the TBI, oftentimes they don't go to check it out or they don't have the means to go. Or we, as the helpers, we don't recognize it or we mislabel it. So when somebody has a more significant brain injury, it could result in memory problems, problems learning, problems with reasoning, problems with judgment, problems with attention or concentration. And we might say, oh, this person has, you know, some kind of other problem. Like they they don't listen. Uh, they're non-compliant. They're not really motivated. And it could be a TBI. Or they might have some problems in the executive functioning area, like the inability to problem solve or the inability to multitask or to organize or plan or to make decisions or an inability to begin a task or complete a task. 
particularly people with traumatic brain injury might have mood swings. They might become very irritable at times, or they could lack empathy for other people. They could have anger problems, insomnia. Those are issues that might appear in someone's life, the irritability, the lack of empathy, the anger, the mood swings. And we might attribute that to their character. And it could be a traumatic brain injury. Doing an assessment, a quick screening for a traumatic brain injury should be a standard assessment practice when you're working with survivors of any form of human trafficking. Here's a great TBI screening tool that you could use. It's free. It's online. And the name of it is actually T-B-I screening. And here are the questions that you could easily incorporate into your regular assessment questions. Have you ever been knocked out following an accident, assault, or other injury? Yes or no? Have you ever been injured in a car or a bike accident? From being hit by something in a fight, playing sports by a family member while serving in the military, being near an explosion? You can also add while involved in sex trafficking, labor trafficking, or any form of intimate partner or domestic violence? Have you ever been treated in an emergency room or hospitalized following an injury, yes or no? Were you ever injured and should have received medical attention but didn't, yes or no? Then you can ask, were you dazed or confused have a lapse in memory, or actually knocked out. And then they can circle, if they were dazed or confused, they can circle if they had a lapse in memory, and they can circle if they were actually ever knocked out. Were you treated in the ER, hospitalized, or admitted to a rehabilitation facility because of this injury? Then you can ask, after any of your injuries, did any of these persist for more than several weeks? Headaches, dizziness, or balance problems? Tiredness or fatigue? Problems paying attention or concentrating? Being sensitive to bright lights or loud noises? Finally, in the months after any of your injuries, did you have new problems at work or school or lose a job? Notice change in your your relationship with your family. Have problems remembering things or solving problems. Feel depressed or anxious more than before the injury. Have trouble controlling your temper. And then this nice little screening tool gives you ways that you can judge the injury severity. That's just a short screening tool. I'm sure there are others online. I just looked it up quickly and downloaded this one. Um, This is one that we use. And so once you've screened for it, and there are some indications that give you pause, then you might want to help that person make an appointment with a neurologist who can actually scan the brain and come up with some definite opinions about what might be going on in the brain and if there indeed exists a TBI. Following that visit, then you want to get with a neuropsychologist who can 
help this person to cope with life and to be able to live, you know, in their optimal way with a TBI. So short episode, but powerful episode, because if you miss the TBI and you have this person involved in therapy or group or any kind of uh, work that involves reasoning and decision-making, of course, that's, that's most all of life, then that person is going to have a difficult time. It's going to be like walking through deep water or, you know, walking through quicksand. Look, it's got to be horribly frustrating when you're a person that has an undiagnosed TBI. You don't know what's happening. You're frustrated. You can't figure out why it has become so difficult for you to deal perhaps with your emotions or just decision-making process or why your brain just doesn't function the way it should or why you get easily upset or why you have anger issues. And the person that's walking alongside you can be puzzled and confused. Why is my client, why is the survivor not making progress? And it could be because they have a TBI. So it will take about 10 to 15 minutes to complete this quick screening to find out if you are a survivor or if you have a client that's a survivor, if there is a possibility that they have a TBI, and then you can get them to the neurologist to check it out and be sure. It may be one of the best services that you could offer a survivor. Until next time, the fight continues. Let's not just do something, let's do the best thing. If you like this episode of Emancipation Nation, please subscribe and I'll send you the weekly podcast. Until then, the fight continues.